Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to the Triumphant Faith Apostolic Church broadcast. Triumphant Faith Apostolic Church is located at 2950 North High School Road in the beautiful city and state of Indianapolis, Indiana. Our pastor is Pastor William A. Tuggle III, and our co-pastor is Cosette Trotman Tuggle. We invite you to each and every one of our services. Our Sunday school starts at 11.30 a.m. and morning worship immediately following. Now, sit back and enjoy today's sermon, Already in Progress. But it's mentioned very much in the Bible. That, you know, the Bible lets us know that in everything we give thanks because this is the will of God concerning us. And so everything that we do, it should be a thank you behind, behind it. You know, for the Lord allowing us to be able to do the things that we, we do. Amen. But I'll be coming from the book of Psalms, 34th Division of Psalms. And we'll stand, and we're going to read the first nine verses, and then we're going to drop down to verse 17 through 19. Amen. And like I said, give me, a, give me about five, ten minutes, and I'll be seated. Stand up, please. Psalms 34, beginning at verse 1. Nine, and drop down to verse 17. And it reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I saw the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that feared him and delivered them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. O oh, fear the Lord, he, his saints. But there is no want to them that fear him. Drop down to verse 17 to 19. And that reads, the righteous cry, and the Lord hear it, and deliver them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them, him out of them all. Amen. You may be seated. In the presence of the Lord. Lord God, we come to you today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for our service as well. We thank you for your word during Sunday school. We thank you for everything that's been done in this morning. Worship, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will bless your word, Lord God, as a comfort, Lord God. That you might give a word of encouragement, that you might give a word of, of relief and joy, Lord God, on today, Lord God. Lord God, we give you the glory, we give you the honor, Lord God, for you're worthy and deserve it. In the name of Jesus, use me your servant, Lord God, that I might help somebody, somebody on today, in Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. This is something I, you know, we're thinking about blessing God. And the songwriter said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, said my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. And you know, when you just think about what God has done for you. You know, some of us, we've had our good times and we've had our bad times, but you know, something that we have to continually do is keep a praise on our mouth. For what, for, first of all, for who God is. Because he's an awesome, because he's a great, because he's a worthy God. Because he is a worthy God. And so we have to continue to give God his chest and praise. Why? Because he, he deserves the praise. And even the Bible lets us know that he dwells in the midst of praise. He, he made us that we might give him praise, that we might give him glory. You know, when we think about where he brought us from, when we think about where he's taken, some of us, we may not have a roast up before we got saved, but some of us did. Some of us were some. You know, like the song says, wretch undone. My life was messed up. You should drink. You should do drugs. You should do various things that others in here. Their lives may not have been as, they may not have crossed all the trees or done it on their life. I might have had work times and had skeletons in the closet that might be even ashamed to talk about. But because of the goodness of Jesus, you know, looking down where we are and snatching us out of the mess. That we were in. So we did, we need to give him some praise. Like I said earlier, when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we need to do is give God some praise. When we, when we get a promotion on a job, we're talking about the good time, we get a promotion on the job, give God some praise. When somebody says thank you, give God some praise. When, when doors are open and says, give God some praise. When our children are doing right, give God some praise in everything. This is the will of God. Give God some praise. I guarantee if you praise God on Thanksgiving, well, when you have bad times, when you have pitfalls, God will come to your rescue. The Bible says, Yet you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? Because it's right the step. He gives me some comfort. So in that bad times, give God some praise. Rest assured that bad times will in the storm of life. They're not going to last always. If we learn how to give God some praise, how do you? It says, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear their love and be glad. You know, I can't boast in me. If it wasn't for the grace of God, you can't boast in you. If it wasn't for the goodness of Jesus, we'd be a toss, we'd be dribble. We don't know what we would be or what we would be doing. I guarantee we wouldn't be saved. It wasn't. For his grace and for his mercy. So we can boast in God and we're saved. We can't boast in our own ability because if it was based up to us, we wouldn't be saved. So I, I you know, sometimes I just love to, to boast in Jesus, boast in his accomplishments, boast in the victories that he's won for us. You know, we all of us have been in battle after battle. We've been through struggle. 
that God has been right there. I remember Sister Pam talking about the cancer on last year, but God was right there. Sister Courtney testified this week, going through the trouble and standing strong in the midst of trouble that she was going through. God being right there. So many of us have been through some rough edges, but God has been right there so we can boast and his abilities and what he's able to do in our lives. And then the, the Bible scripture in verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord will be in let's exalt his name together. Something that, you know, when the praise of God they said the blessings come down. In the book of Exodus, he talked about when uh, Miriam, after she looked at all that God had done for them, how they had been delivered out of the, out of, uh, the bondage that they were in Egypt. How they had crossed over the Red Sea when Pharaoh tried to take them back into slavery. When they had defeated, had been, they had defeated the enemies at the Battle of Jericho, the various battles that God had performed and fought for them. And how she looked, what thought about this, how she grabbed the tambourine. She began to give God praise. She began to rejoice because of what he had done. How he so, you know, it's good to magnify him. Especially in the midst of his people. And especially sometimes even when the, when uh, amongst other people are upset. Because the time that we're living people, so many people are looking for the answer, they're looking for a direction, they're looking for a way to better what they're living. How I mean, and then when they see us magnifying God, it gives them something to look at. Sometimes the scripture says that he'll give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. And when the world looks at us when we're going through our struggles, when we're going through our ups and downs, and they see us still giving God some praise, and we're still magnified to Him, they, they make them want to look, you know, look into this. That's how I got saved. Looking at my mother praising the Lord. Looking at her countenance and change because you know sometimes when when you when you when you get saved your countenance has changed. You know sin will make you look old. Sin will make you look down and out. Hallelujah. So when the God does bring us out, we need to give God some praise. I said, I saw the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Some of us have phobias. Fears and things that we go through. Hallelujah. But God is right there. He hears the request of the children. He hears the cries of the children. He sees the tears that sometimes we shed. And the Bible lets us go in the book of Revelation and say, He'll bottom up every tear, everything that we shed. And He'll be right there to arrest to rescue us. He'll be a refuge for us in time of trouble. They looked into him and were enlightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Like I said, that sin will make you ashamed of yourself. And at least it should. When you think about how God has done so much, and you think about the sin that you're in, it should make you ashamed. It should make you wake up and realize, look, I gotta get this mess because sin can be messy. And, but the Bible does say that they looked at him and their faces were like when you're saved, and it, sometimes you, you got like a glow. You, you can tell a saved person because they're marked. They, they, they stand out. Their, their faces look like they have a shine to it. Uh, there's so many times that 
Virginia on vacation. The, the young uh, uh, sister that was at the smoothie shop. My wife, she just knew right out of it. And she didn't have to see the skirt. She just saw her face at first. You see what I was at? That, that young girl, she sang. She got to sing. And then I looked at her, oh yeah, she sang all right. And then we got to talking to her. We found out that she was saved. That she was going to an apostolic church there in, Pete, in Petersburg, I think it was, Virginia. Because there's something about a saved person. They got a, like, a mark, like a mark to them. They, 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 like I said, they stand out. You know, many people are blessed because of the same individuals that are in their life. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and sent him all his troubles. And you can put your name right there. This poor man cried. You know, sometimes when, you know, you got to get desperate sometimes when you have to get saved. You got to be ready and willing to surrender your lifestyle that you're living so that the Lord can rescue you and save you. Regardless if you realize it or not, you're poor, you're wretched, you're undone. Until the, until the day that Jesus comes to you, to come to you. And, and, and the Bible lets us know that no man can be saved unless the Lord draw them. I draw them. And so if God is drawing you, God is telling you, God, it's time to come to and surrender. Because we can't do, we can't face this journey, we can't face life on our own. We try to have somebody that we can turn to. It's like I said so many times, we can't turn to family, we can't turn to friends, we can't even turn to And deliver him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord and care brought about them that feared him, delivered them. I, I remember a testimony years ago that Elder, uh, Elder McMillan told, told us in Sunday School class. He said that there was a, a group, I mean, there was a young person ready to ambush whoever was going past him. They was hiding out, waiting. For an individual to come walking by so they can jump out and bug. I'm almost done now. So they can jump out and bug. But said that one individual walked past and, 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 and the person that was going to do the bug, they just stayed where they were. They just wouldn't come out. And then another person came out, came past. And then they jumped out and bugged them. And they said, well, why didn't you get the person that went on by? And they said, did you see all the people that were around them? That will come to the rescue, calling into a company, stand with you when you turn around. Remember one time when, when Adam was young, and my car stopped right there on, on a 56 and Cooper Road. And I didn't know what to do. And I didn't, I don't know how much money I had to so many years ago. But an individual knocked on my door, knocked on my window. I'm sitting in the car, and Adam was in his, in his uh, what do you call them, little seats, little car seats. And he was sitting in his car seat, and I was sitting in his driver's seat. I'm like, okay, now what do I do now? And then I had a knock on the window. And, and, and the man asked me, he said, are you all right? Is everything all right? And I looked, and I said, yeah, I guess everything's going to be all right. And then the next, so right after that, the next thing, I, I turned again a second time. And I'm like, where did you go? And so I looked out, and I didn't see anybody anywhere. And I'm like, that must have been an angel in one, because sometimes 
Praise the Lord. This is Pastor William Tucker. We hope you enjoyed the word today coming from Triumph of Faith, 2950 North High School Road in the city of Indianapolis, Indiana. You're invited to all of our services. Sunday school beginning at 1130 a.m. Morning worship immediately following where we have an anointed time in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is one way, one faith, and one baptism, and it all centered in Jesus Christ. Come and join us if you will, in Jesus' name.